You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Also for the podcast, a new sponsor, RCB Bank. Since 1936, RCB Bank has offered progressive products and a friendly service. Come in today to find out more about their loan promotion on new used refinance cars, boats, campers, and ATVs. Visit RCB Bank to learn more. RCB Bank, that's my bank. With approved credit, restrictions apply. Now, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike and here, your host, back with another episode down at the Bedford studio today um, with Jim Connolly. Uh, thank you for my gifts. Thank you for coming down. It's funny to have, you know, me being a Welshman, right, to be given, you know, obviously your family heritage is from Ireland. And I'm, I'm really excited to dive into that because usually you have Irish families that come here. They don't usually come to the middle of the country, right? They go to, right. you know, Boston and, and New York, and you always hear about the families up there. And um, But I, I'm, I appreciate you coming in, and I'm excited to hear about, you know, the paving business that you guys have had since you know 1907 which not many businesses in oklahoma can say that that's true we um the ancestors came in speaking to coming in they came from ireland instead yeah. of going to boston or new york they came to the middle of the country yeah they came here in 1907 and of course as everybody knows oklahoma became a state in 1907 yeah. they came to um el reno and el reno at the time had the headquarters of the Rock Island Railroad. Okay. And the major means of transportation hmm. at that time in the state, there were no roads, Damn. was uh, rail. So they came and set up a company in El Reno, mm-hmm. and they um, did work for the Rock Island Railroad. Yeah. All over the state. They went to, um, you know, and, they, and even outside of there, they went to Coffeyville, Kansas, and, mm-hmm. and uh, did, a lot, did a lot of brick streets back then. Yeah. There were brick paver streets. There was not a lot of concrete and asphalt streets. There mm-hmm. were brick paver streets. Uh, the two guys that came over were Morgan and Andy, and they were my great grandfather and great great uncle. Okay. And then uh, from them, uh, my uh, grandfather Andy and his brother Jim were involved. Mm-hmm. And then when they passed away, my dad Jim was yeah. uh, Jim Senior, my dad. Yeah. And then uh and then of course me and then I have two sons, Andy and Morgan. So okay. I'm fourth generation and they're fifth generation. Yeah. Which I so mean it's it, a long it, you're right. It's cool to have that right tradition. to have that family tradition and, and going back and uh, I read you know on the website uh, for people if you want to go and look at the story, I'll put it in the description below. You know, you guys were you did did the first state First highway, right? In, yes. Uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of it's um, hearsay and passed sure. down to me. I mean, it's yeah. never written, but uh, everyone told me, and and even in the obituary of of uh, I think it was Morgan's mm-hmm. obituary in the 1940s, there was a, a insert there that we did the first brick, uh, first concrete yeah. highway yeah. in the state of Oklahoma from uh, Bartlesville to Dewey. Right. 
Yeah, so, it's cool to have. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, it's it's family history, it's family legacy, and it's you know cool to have that and continue on you know the business. And now, like I said, you have your two sons that are doing it too. Yeah. Uh, have you been back to Ireland yet? No, I haven't. I okay. wish I could. Yeah. Uh, my father went there, and he said it was the most remarkable place he'd been. Mm-hmm. He said he'd never seen so many different shades of green in his life. Yeah. And uh, he used to talk about going into pubs and getting a pint. And, right. And, uh, yeah, totally he loved, different. He to loved hear. it there. He kissed the Blarney Stone. And yeah. But may, maybe it's on a bucket list. I'll go there one of these days. I'd yeah. Like I mean, when they open things back up, right? Yeah, I don't know. Nice is, it still, is it still? still down? pretty. Yeah. I think there are ways you can get home through it. Or for me, I can get back through it. Yeah. Um, you just got to go. They haven't directly opened it from the the states yeah. to the UK, but you can easily. We were we jump almost around. went one time. We we're really big Notre Dame fans. Okay. And our two oldest daughters play tennis there. Yeah. And uh, my wife Vicky, her three oldest brothers went to Notre Dame, and her right. sister went to St. Mary's. So we're big Notre Dame fans. Big about, Irish fans. Yeah. About eight or ten years ago, I'm not really sure what the date is. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame played Navy in yeah. Ireland. Wow. And uh, we were hoping to go there, but we didn't. Yeah. Uh, so. Hopefully they get to do that again, right? Yeah. That would yeah. be a great trip. Yeah. And I know you said you're not a golfer, but having your son that's a ten, you know, tennis player is in the family and golfers in the family, yeah. plenty of good golf in Ireland. I guess that's what I've heard. <laughs> that's what I've heard. So My wife good would golf like it. She loves golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess you growing up then, you were born in El Reno as well, were you? No, no. Uh, they headquartered in El Reno, uh, and then in the teens, yeah. um, uh, they moved to Oklahoma City. Okay. Uh, moved the business to Oklahoma City. So uh, since the teens, they were 1624 West Grand. Well, sure. Grand now is like, it's called Sheridan. Yeah. But um, they moved there in the teens, and, uh, and then they moved to our current location in 1960. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was born in Oklahoma City and okay. and I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, and and obviously a completely different upbringing for you compared to your sons and and you know your grandsons as well. Yes, the grand grandkids as well. Yes. So they're living like you know they're growing up totally different to the way that you grew up, right? You know, where you you got family and and you know you have dad and granddad and they obviously they're trying to show you the way to grow up the way that they grew up shoveling manual labor yeah, I mean it's to- real hard work yeah it's totally different now and even and even when I was there it's totally different but yeah. it's back then it's uh, a lot more manual now it's more automated mm-hmm. like everything else yeah uh, still a lot of labor involved but mm-hmm. a lot of machinery helps yeah. helps with that makes it a lot easier more efficient yeah. So so growing up then with the business, family business, that's by the time you were growing up, it was already pretty fully established at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, by the time I was growing up, I went to work there in the summers of high school and college yeah. and I uh, got out of college in 77. So have been there in the office since then. Yeah. So. So you went? 40, you, did you go to years. Notre Dame then? No, I didn't. I, I went okay. to Oklahoma State. I pitched at Oklahoma State. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a major league baseball pitcher, but yeah, I, it turned out to be I was more of a thrower than a pitcher. So, <laughs> so. Uh, so clearly grew loved loved sports growing up then and got into baseball. If you got oh, you loved went to sports, OSU. yeah, I loved sports and married a wife who was an uh, all-state baseball a basketball mm. player at, at McGinnis. So. Yeah. She loves sports, and, and uh, she went to Oklahoma State with me, or attended school there, and she, in fact, was the first bat girl yeah. at Oklahoma State. So, 
Yeah. Um, but being a basketball player, she uh, when she was in college, she started playing tennis, and she decided mm-hmm. it's a sport you could play the rest of your life. So she said, whenever we have children, we'll get right. them involved in tennis, and they can they get the like golf. They yeah. get every ball, and uh, so yeah, they got involved. In that's all, that's that's awesome. So, so, so we've got we've got five children mm-hmm. and fifteen grandchildren. So yeah, and the oldest one's ten. So we got fifteen, ten, and under. Oh, I, I mean, family occasions are a riot then, isn't they? Wild, yeah. The, the, the one's favorite toy is what the other one has. Exactly. Yeah, and and having that, you know, that Irish blood in you as well. I'm sure there always a great time every time. You know, you Thanksgiving and everything, oh, yeah. birthdays and Father's Day that we oh, just yeah. had, and and we're know. very involved in the Catholic Church. So yeah. I always tease that we have so many children because we're careless guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Tell me about like I guess when you graduate um, from from school, then obviously the dream is to be an MLB player. Uh, you know, are you? What was your degree when you got in school? Well, I was in the business side. Okay. And uh, but I wasn't involved in engineering sure. or anything else. So, yeah. Um, construction management minor, mm-hmm. and uh, so um, got out of school. We got married. Got out of school. Uh, in '77, and so and I've been in business. Yeah, ever since. So even before, even when you went to university, you had you were kind of I'm going in the family well, business if well, baseball no. doesn't work out, or you know. Yeah, well, I think that was always you know yeah. from from early on. I worked there in the summers of high school and college, right. and I always knew that I, that was what I was going to do. Sure. If the if baseball didn't uh, yeah yeah work out so. yeah. So graduate and and head to the head to work then that head to work yeah in May of seventy seven yeah so. how how was that walking in you know like oh you mean not wet behind the ears because you've been doing this all the sun in the summer oh it's and a lot different in it. working inside but, you know. than it is now but the good thing about it uh, most of the people that were there when I was working in high school and the mm-hmm. college were still there when I got out of college so nothing had so, really changed yeah so and they they knew I've I um, I was able to work. Um, you know, I had some some amount of respect because I was out there right. working with them, doing the same things they were doing. Yeah, running jackhammers, yeah. shoveling 300 degree asphalt, and you know, in the 100 plus degree heat right. in Oklahoma. So, I've been doing the same thing they're doing. So. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know, I knew most of them. So. Yeah, it'd have been a totally different scene if you'd have just come in from college without working in high school and gone straight into the office. Yeah, yeah, that's, that you causes know, like, a lot of resentment. That, that's and, not a good scene, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. So, and we're lucky that we have a lot of guys working for us. In fact, last week we had a guy retire that had mm-hmm. been with us since 1975. So yeah. he'd been there 46 years. Yeah. So, and we've got... Uh, uh, people working there whose dads work there whose granddads work there yeah so uh That's our cool. employees are you know the number one factor in in our um mm-hmm. success over the years if it wasn't for them yeah you know, we wouldn't have any yeah you, you mentioned you know doing a lot with the church um tell me a little bit about that and kind of like does that come from like who was that just from generation like granddad had always helped back you know giving back and yeah everybody's you know. already always given back yeah They're very very um um, loving towards the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. anything that they uh, that they volunteer. I mean, anything that they champion, they they really wanted yeah. to work at. Uh, my grandfather, uh, my father, uh, and we try to do the same too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
you know I've always heard the quote that the Lord will not be outdone in generosity mm. so um, we always try to give back yeah you know, we've been so uh, fortunate and blessed that right uh, we think that we need to do yeah that. well and you go like I said you, you you know I'm sure McGinnis is a huge part of, of you know and and a friend of mine was um was a was a football coach at Mount St. Mary as well yeah uh-huh. um, you know and he he told me like you it was just an awesome place to be so That's much support and and place. you know like and the building's so historic as well and you know probably the same with McGuinness too it's just you know the, the history that comes with it right and it's great to be a part of that and to to have those places that you can give back to amongst others you know must be uh it must be very kind of oh, it's very grand, great. You know, yeah well, gratifying. my wife and I both graduated there and five children and our five yeah. children graduated there yeah so. Yeah, and then we've got a number of friends, of course, that have gone there. Right. I, what was it like when uh, when kids say, you know, we want to go to Notre Dame, and and kind of that whole side of, you know, that how 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 much like Notre Dame ties into, I mean, being Irish and having that heritage and stuff. What was that like? Well, it was great. Um, uh, of course, where they grew up, Notre Dame, and Notre mm. Dame is the Catholic university in the mm. country, or it's not the only Catholic university, right, but, but it's it's. Yeah. Um, with their football program being the way it is over the years, it's always identified as the mm-hmm. university, the, the Catholic university in the country. Yeah, and um, you know they all. Uh, luckily enough, the two daughters went to school there, and they were able to get their education paid for mm-hmm. by playing tennis. And uh, my wife and I really enjoyed that because we were able to go back and kind of relive our second <laughs> right. college experience through them at Notre Dame, and then the other kids too. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tulsa mm-hmm. OU yeah so. so for people listening I mean it it might be tough like you know thinking oh it, you know this is a construction business a paving business but I'm sure you you guys have so much impact in the city in the state that most people don't even know tell us a little bit about like the work that you guys have done in you know in the city and how the city has I guess evolved because Oklahoma City has been growing even since I've been here uh-huh. but obviously it's grown a lot since you've been here and you've yeah. seen the expansion of highways and the turnpike and all this other stuff that's going on yeah. what's kind of some of the highlights I guess the, the site well, that the site that you've had for the business we've only we've kind of found a niche we're we're smaller than the big contractors mm-hmm. and bigger than the small contractors so we do we do a lot of commercial work some city work but mostly commercial yeah. um, so over the years we've done work at Will Rogers Airport Penn Square Mall uh, you know Damn. years ago and uh, the church at 36th and we've got videos of us working at the church at 36th and Walker the big yeah. the big dome church at thir- Northwest 36th right. and Walker uh, and do shopping centers yeah. residential streets we basically do anything and everything we mm-hmm. can yeah uh, about 10 years ago we um, we bought a uh, ready mix concrete plant and then uh, we started a ready mix concrete business mm-hmm. so uh, we're in the ready mix concrete business now and, yeah. and supply our own concrete and a few mm-hmm. uh, other people around town we supply concrete yeah. to. What does the kind of does the paving and concrete business follow kind of like you know the the oil field or whatever or was it kind of pretty steady like how how I mean cause I know nothing really about like I said the the, the business itself. Uh-huh. What's that like through the years of going through, you know, like you know everyone peaks and valleys and you know tough well, there times are or whatever. Peaks and valleys. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times when the price of oil is way up uh, asphalt is directly related to the price okay. of oil. So if the price of oil sure. is escalating, so will the price of asphalt. Yeah. 
And uh, right now we're in a cement shortage, so we're allocated so much cement a week. Okay. Uh, because the plants around here were down during the big uh, freeze yeah. of February, and right. so uh, two big plants in in uh, Texas, one in New Mexico, and one in Arkansas, were down. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're allocating cement. So that's a big problem. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing when you know just th just thinking about stuff that that affects the business. You're like. That shouldn't, but I guess having a freeze and you're like, how has this happened? And yeah. you know, you don't expect to have that. I mean, with a ton of snow, didn't we? It's so much snow that yeah, it, was, it, it affects. So weather directly, yeah, very directly affects our business. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can't, uh, you know, if it's too wet or too cold, and yeah, uh, and, and <laughs> even like, now, why why do we do that? And no even problem. now, if it's too if it's too hot, you have to uh, you got to make allowances for that and start early, right? And try to beat the heat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more that goes into it than people think with, you know, pouring concrete and footings yeah. and everything that, you know, you like say you talk about temperature and uh I mean when I was in when I was in college we worked at the uh, at a golf club and they were doing a new fitness center and it you know, it, it was six months behind because we had, a, had so much rain sure. that the footings they dug was like a swimming pool for sure. you know, for so many months and then you've got to wait for the soil and it's not just oh there's no water there now we can Yeah, well we can pull. And and there's so much more that goes some into of the it. contracts we have of our school projects that yeah. have to be done. Right. Uh, with rain, you know, I mean school yeah. opens whether it rains or not. And yeah. if you're not completed with that project by that time there's mm -hmm. a, a lot of problems. So yeah. Uh, a lot of time in the summer, not so much this summer, but a lot of summers we have a lot of school projects that are under right. under deadlines to get done. So yeah. it's always a headache when the <laughs> so, weather's bad. You're like the most enjoying part of my year with the summer. The kids are all <laughs> off. We're having a great time. Yeah. And it's the most stressful part of your business. Yeah. yeah. And we all, another thing I'd like to mention in the I think in the 40s, mm -hmm. uh, we got involved. Uh, our That would be my grandfather and great uncle. Yeah. Uh, they became members of some unions, uh, the Labor's Union, right. Cement Mason's Union, and the Operating Union. Yeah. And we're still members to the day, to this day. They got in involved uh, because they always thought uh, a man needed to pay, get to be paid a, a good wage right. so he can feed his family, yeah. uh, buy a home, mm -hmm. have money for retirement. And uh, they've always under that philosophy because it, you know, they've, and we still to this day are members of, of those right. three unions and and uh, yeah. and haven't regretted it. Right, because uh, back when the business was started, that was a big thing, wasn't oh, it? it? Because was huge. you know you have you you know you do the history and it's all the factories and all the businesses oh, yeah, are owned by then. giant corporations and, or whatever. And, the, the and my grandfather and and uh, great uncle they. You know, they grew up with Roosevelt, and Roosevelt yeah. started the WPA, put everybody back to work. He mm -hmm. won the war. Yeah. Uh, what time to just, be alive? My, my grandfather told me before he passed away, he said, son, if you're not a Democrat and don't drive a Ford, he said, you're not even an American. <laughs> <laughs> he really thought that. And then yeah. uh, my dad said in 1952 when Eisenhower won the election, yeah. first Republican in years, mm. years, yeah. He walked in the next day and said, "You might as well shut this place down." They hired a, re they just elected a Republican for president. Right. So they were, you know, they grew up back then. You know, the Democratic Party was different than it is now. Right. And 
they that's why they believed. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, when you hear those stories and and you know you, everything comes like you know you talk about politics and, and, and to current times, right? And because of social media, I think, and the internet, everyone is more everyone has more information now than they have ever had. But they're still the same sides, right? You still you, know, you still vote for this person or this person. Yep. You still have the same conversations, but it's just at a more rapid pace because everyone at the click of a button, oh, yeah, touch of their on, phone is on their phone and what's in the news. Media, sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's some days where you think I'd love to go back to not you know pre 1990 and pre internet and just you know hey oh, if I, I want to send you a phone, I want to call you I will call you. <laughs> oh, that was great back then. That's, uh, <laughs> that's different now, and of course a lot of the technology now. And you probably when you talk to the people that were yeah. baby boomers, uh, so we we were behind the technology. Right. So if I need to ask any questions, I have to ask our two sons. Yeah, which uh, is a good and a bad thing, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't understand. I mean, I can do what I, you know, I can do what I normally do. Right. But anything out of that norm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on. Outside of the business, then what? Um, I know you mentioned like charity and, and and giving back to the church as something that you guys do outside of the business. But I mean, obviously, work isn't everything. Right. Um, you know, what else do you guys love to do and, and kind of do for I guess the release and fun? And well, I um, you know I exercise, try to exercise a lot. I, uh, mm-hmm. I think the best thing that they've done in this for me in this MAPS program is they put these senior wellness centers in, right. which is a really Fantastic! Thing. Yeah. In fact, they're adding on to both of them and building more of them. Yeah, they really get a lot of use. So we try to exercise. My wife, like I said, loves golf, and loves she golf, does yeah. that. Uh, when I was uh, young, I took care of you know worked at the business and mm-hmm. raised five kids, and yeah, and now uh, that I, I didn't ever really have a big hobby, so mm-hmm. uh, did that, and uh, so now I, if I'm in town, I'm I'm working and. Taking yeah. care of kids, seeing grandkids, and right? Yeah, doing that. Do you, so. are you? And then we have a home in Arizona, and we love okay. to go out there. Uh, yeah, uh, about eight months out of the year. Great, a great place for your wife to go play golf. Oh, it's great! <laughs> it's every, so much fun in every, Scottsdale. Every, every corner has yeah. a golf course, so it's it's good for eight months out of the year. Now it's like in the hundred and yeah. 15s. Do you have much involvement, I guess, with OSU baseball since you played there? Not not as much. No. Uh, of course, everybody's gone sure. from when yeah. I was there. Um, with that, I saw, saw, I saw Coach Holder. I saw Coach Holder at the um, NCAA golf tournament. Mm-hmm. It was in Scottsdale, so we yeah. went and walked around one day, and I, I was talking to him. His first year of golf coach was 1973, and that okay. was the first year of. That was my freshman year at yeah. Oklahoma State. So he came in and changed it, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and he's Done been some there. Great work. He's been there a long time. Of course, it was it was a good golf program before he got yeah. there, but he just took it to another level. Right, and then you had McGraw that came in, and then who is there? Bratton, Alan Bratton's there now. Yeah, right. And yeah. I mean, like I said, OSU's golf. I mean, record speaks for itself. Yeah, they, they, they didn't they're fantastic. have their facilities at that time were, you know, they played lakeside golf and. Country yeah. club, a golf club, of course, and then they went to Stillwater. Yeah, there was no casting. Uh, no, there was no casting. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I mean now it's 
it's one of but the best they always facilities. had good they always had good golfers and mm-hmm. and uh, so it's a good program yeah one of the things that uh that i <laughs> came to mind as i'm, I'm kind of looking through the website that, that andy sent me and everything uh is you know when you see movies right you see movies you see irish and you see like spe- specifically kind of like action movies that i enjoy watching you see like Irish and you, they're mostly in Boston or in New York and you see I think of like the Irish mob would be the right word for uh-huh. it right you think of construction and Irish mob and yeah. stuff like that does that ever people ever say stuff like that to you no they no? not to me not in Oklahoma but like, in do you know Oklahoma, where I'm kind of coming from you know back in those days that's in the what it was like 1900s right? the Irish were yeah. the laborers right in the country at that time the immigrants that came yeah. from Ireland uh, you know did a lot of the construction work yeah and uh my wife's um, grandmother and grandfather, he worked, the grandfather worked in the coal mine yeah. in southeastern Oklahoma. Uh-huh. So in southeastern Oklahoma, a lot of the workers there were Italian. Right. Um, so that was just, yeah, know, back uh, in a different time. Back in a different yeah. time. Uh, the immigrants then were the workers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the Irish immigrants and the Italian. Yeah, I, I like the. I'm sure you know, f- for you growing up listening to to your great granddad, your great uncle tell stories, or grand you know granddad tell stories of just what it's like and the things that happen. And I mean, it's a totally different world, isn't it? And yeah, it's totally you know, you different. go back I mean, through your your family tree, right? And you, there's so much stuff. Sure. There. Well, and then you know. You, I, it hadn't happened now, but back in the early 1900s, they had they were discriminated against. Right. Uh, much like a lot of Hispanic people mm-hmm. are just discriminated against now. The Hispanic people are our labor force in the country now. Right. Much like the Irish were back in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. late 1800s. Yeah. And uh, and being Catholic on top of that, uh, they were highly discriminated right. against. I mean, that was a um, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. It, it, like I said, like I, mean, I said, a was, different world. It was totally different. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, going forward, then, what are you guys excited about? I mean, it obviously sounds like you you kind of working to step I'm away. Work, yeah, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm working. Leaving to the business to your, I, I, your sons. Yeah. Our two sons, Andy and Morgan, are doing a great job, and yeah. that's, um, and we've got another young man in there, Ben Doherty, who's who does a, a very great. wonderful job. So yeah. I'm kind of in the way most of the time. So. Um, I try to stay out of the way. And let them yeah. It. So that's that's where we're going. That, I'm kind of um, that's my my uh, exit strategy mm-hmm. is let them yeah. do more and more, and I'll just kind of step back. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I brought you today one of these plaques. Yeah, we, I'm really excited to, that to have we, that. Uh, since the uh, the 40s, we we've put uh, these bronze plates in sidewalks and paving. Yeah. As um, a stamp or an advertisement for right. the company. It's great to uh, see those. And we've got around. we've got a lot of people that really love them. In fact, if we don't put them in, they ask why we haven't put them in. And mm. we've had a few say, you know, we don't want them in. We don't want to pay yeah. pay you to do our paving for free advertising for you. <laughs> so we've had to take some of them. It takes them out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's like my lawn guy that keeps sticking his sign in my yard. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're very proud really of what cool. we do and what we have done, and so. Yeah. Uh, I think if you can put your stamp on something right. and they know who did it. Yeah, it's going to outlast you yeah. and outlast, you know, it's yeah. going to be there for a long, long time. Yeah. And, it, and it's like seeing kind of, you know, when people go to universities and they have their name in brick, it's somewhere, right? You know, having your name on something and that's right. going to be there for a there. long time. Yeah. Um, Although we've had some, we've had so many in for over the years that 
Oklahoma City is doing a lot of this renovation and yeah. and maps uh, projects that a lot of the old 40s and 50s right. uh, stamps are getting torn yeah. out and replaced with new kinds. Yeah. Hopefully they call you and say, hey, do you want this back? Yeah. They, well, some of them have. <laughs> Which would be really them, cool. Some of them brought them back. Uh, yeah. You know, and I've got some. I've got probably 50 uh, at the office from the different years. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, to have, like I said, to have them from the years and know the locations where they are. And, yeah. and you're right, just to have that yeah, impact they, and that legacy. My dad used to always say, we're the most spit on people. <laughs> <laughs> spit on and stepped on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Jim, I, I really appreciate you coming in. Um, I know, you know, like I said, you're not really fond of doing this, right? But <laughs> but I appreciate it, and I know everyone listening is you know is appreciating it too for hearing the story well, like and to, hearing what you do. Yeah, and I like to uh, at least have it on record so my kids and grandkids yeah. can hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't going anywhere. It'll be on YouTube and everything, and I said it'll be there for a long time, hopefully. Okay. So unless they take down YouTube, then <laughs> it'll be then it'll be somewhere else. But I, I will send you it so you can have it for uh, for your own use. But thank you, thank you for coming in. Um, for everyone listening, I'll post the links to the website and social media. They can go check out Colony uh, Paving and everything you guys have done and the history. Um, and I'm sure that they, they, they'll figure out that everything you've already done is they've probably been a part of it or seen some of it or been affected by it in some way because you guys have been here for a very long time so for everyone listening uh, we will catch you next episode cheers this podcast is presented by the oklahoma hall of fame telling oklahoma story through its people since 1927 for more information on the hall of fame go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on instagram for daily updates at oklahoma hof Also, huge shout out to RCB Bank for jumping on board to be a sponsor. RCB Bank's loan promotion is here for a limited time. Head into any of their 40 Oklahoma locations to get as low as 1.79 APR on your next car, boat, camper, or ATV. Apply online at rcbbank.com. RCB Bank, that's my bank. Rate and finance with approved credit. Restrictions apply at member FDIC. Huge shout out to my sponsors. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.